Hey, what up, guys? It's Nick and Alex, and we're the co-hosts of Hella Sports. Wait, it's not just sports, Nick. It's Bay Area sports. Damn yeah, right it is. Okay, me, guys. Let's get it going. I like that. This is episode one. We're here. We're ready to go. Epic beginnings, folks. We are We're about to do this damn thing. We're going to blow up right now. Oh, and you know, quickly, you grew up South Bay? East Bay. East Bay. Where'd you grow up? I went to, uh, I grew up in Union City, California, uh, East Bay, right between uh, Fremont and, uh, and Hayward. Um, Went to James Logan High School, and I'm um, currently back in school at Ohlone College, uh, trying to get my broadcasting degree. That's where I met you. Hey, yep. <sighs> Great minds think alike, man. Oh, so I mean, obviously, sports was influenced uh, you a lot, you know, growing up in the Bay. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, um, that's one of the first things my uh, my father he, he, he first thing he did was like when I was old enough to like sit down and watch TV because I I was a little. I was a scavenger, man. I would just like want to get into everything. He put me down and just threw a baseball game on, and I was like, my eyes just lit up like a dilated puppy, man. And I was just like, I was baseball from there on out. Like everything was baseball, baseball, baseball. Oh, remember McGuire, Caseco? Remember we were, we were talking about that the other day. Remember that the yeah, poster? The poster. I had this. Oh. I had this poster. I think my mom still has it stored up somewhere. She has, she has all my old stuff. It's this old Bash Brothers poster of McGuire and Canseco, and they're parked, they're they're parked on top of a this old Oakland PD car, and it's in in the like before they put up Mount Davis, it's they pictured it in they put it in Coliseum, and they're just sitting there in these little suits, and they said Oakland Bash Brothers, and it's just like, <gasps> fire, man, dude, just they were unbelievable. And believe it or not, man, like I was Jose Canseco was my favorite player growing up, and when. I would watch games. I was like, "Oh, she's gonna hit a home run every time." It's like every time I turn on the TV, bam, the the guy hits a home run, and then I get older, and it's like, "Oh, this is why I was hitting all those home runs." This is what I was like. So you're against steroids? I was, I was bummed that my favorite player was doing it. Yeah, it really, you know, just, it's just like, what's real anymore? I kind of had that like feel, you know. But then I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy that he did it because that it, you know. It takes you can train all you want, lift weights and everything, but baseball takes pure skill. You know, you you, you not everyone can play the game of baseball. Well, you got you got to have that mind too, right? You got to be mentally strong. You got to be mentally strong. You know, because it's it's a game where anything can happen. Definitely. Right. Right. Yeah. You got any uh, quick fond memories of uh, McGuire and Zeko? Or um, I have. Not McGuire and Conseco, but uh-huh. I have I got I got to meet a bunch of the A's at a fan fest back in like the early nineties. Oh. I um I met Ricky Henderson, I met McGuire. I actually have the whole collection of the nineteen eighty nine Oakland A's championship team in baseball cards. Oh. So that's one of like my prized possessions. Uh I got Tony LaRusso's autograph, I got Carney Lansford, I got a bunch of old school A's, so like me being from the East Bay, I, I was, I'm automatically drawn to all things Oakland. So my first baseball game was Oakland. My first basketball game was Oakland. Even even my first hockey game, my first hockey game was in Oakland. It wasn't the Sharks. It was this roller hockey team called the Rhinos. 
And you thought Marshawn Lynch was more Oakland. I think we found the guy that's more Oakland than Marshawn Lynch. I, I, Sorry, I don't guy. know, man. I, I don't know. Marshawn set the bar pretty high. You know, I still got ways to go. You got me fired up, bro. Man. You are the true Oakland fan. And, you know, it's perfect because I've been getting irritated. You know, uh, I know you got close ties to 95.7. You probably can't say anything. But they keep talking about the Giants. And I'm just, what about the A's? I know they don't really have a team. But, I mean, do you see them doing anything this year? The A's or about, you know, are you, are you talking about the A's or are you talking about the... You know, We're talking about the 2018 A's, not the 1990 and the glory days. I'm talking about now. Is it glory days? I mean, I... I would hope that you know glory days are here to come are are back because it seems like every time they come back they get swept right out of the door again you know like this whole team's like this whole like thing with management and ownership like just getting all these players and training them away it's it makes it so hard so so hard to be an Oakland fan you go to the stadium and you want to put on your favorite player's jersey and you can't because he got traded last week. Um, back in 2014, uh, I went to um, I went to a game. This is when they were in the playoff hunt. They were like one of the top teams in baseball. I went to a game where they were giving away Yoenis Cespedes shirts. It said La Potencia on there. He had like this iron worker kind of like feel to it. And like a couple hours before the game, or like not a couple hours, like like a a day before the game, they trade him. They trade him to Boston for John Lester, and. We see how I, that worked out, right? Yeah, I, I, I was, I was very, very, very disappointed in that move because, like, we knew, real fans knew that, you know, Lester was going to be a rental. Right. Lester wasn't going to spend no more time than he wanted to in Oakland. You know, you could tell by, uh, tell by his demeanor when he got here. He was just like, "Man, as soon as this season's over, I'm out." Right. You know? It's how anyone is when they come to Oakland on a, on a trade like that. But um, I still have that shirt in my in my closet like i i think like, i look at it like just as a reminder of how far i come i've actually pulled um i have a coco chris and josh reddick bobblehead and i have um i forgot i have something from josh donaldson but that's upsetting though you're talking about all these players i love they weren't on the team that long uh, that long i mean coco chris yeah but like reddick was amazing he was just getting started and then they get rid of him Donaldson, he's just getting started, and then they get rid of him. And it's then, so hard, and my friends wonder, huh, I wonder why this guy likes the Red Sox. Well, because at least they keep some of their players. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, but what about the times that the Red Sox actually overpay for their players and they end up, like, dying out? Like, I don't want to, like, like, rub any bad wounds, but what happened with Pablo Sandoval? Yeah, I mean... He just couldn't cut it there, I guess, in the East Coast weather, right? Boston is a hard place to play you know the pressure is on you you know just I, i'd say it's even more than new york boston the everyone the fans are on you hard if you don't perform immediately they're yeah. calling for your head right yeah so they're maniacs out there they, they eat are, their hot dogs and wonder bread they don't even use buns <laughs> that's a known fact hey man you know when, when you're hungry wonder bread on a with a hot dog works in a pinch man i'm telling you i've i've, I've done it before you know, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm Mexican, man. It's, I'm, I'm resourceful oh. like that. You know what? Speaking of that, a hot dog and a tortilla. Oh, my gosh. You're ringing up memories of my childhood there, my friend. Um, so, you know, I went to opening day A's, mm-hmm. and it was amazing. I actually felt like I was a kid again, like you were talking about. I felt like I was in the 90s. I, I feel excited. This team is young, but they got some heavy hitters. A little nervous about the pitching. They're a little young. 
Mm-hmm. But wow, I mean, the power I saw from Chris Davis, uh, the third baseman was at Chapman. Chapman, yeah. Oh, the back-to-back home runs. I was fired up. The bar was fired up at Oakland. I hope these little things like adding the treehouse and the food trucks on the weekend, I hope that adds you know, a little unity with the fans and bring us together because the last couple of years, you know this, it's been feeling like uh, a ghost town, like you're just, uh, I don't know, paying for a good time, but it's really not that good of a time, you know? <laughs> oh, man, it's like... Uh... It's like buying a salad and wishing it was a hamburger or something, you know? Right. It's like uh, buying a salad and they put blue cheese on it and you told the waitress you hate blue cheese. You can't stand the smell. It reminds you of, like, dead cheese. You know, you know what's funny is, like, as a kid, I couldn't tell the difference between blue blue cheese and, uh, and ranch dressing. And one time I accidentally put blue cheese on my salad as a kid and I freaking just spat it all up. Ugh. Oh, man. My mom was so mad at me back then. Disgust, right? Yeah, totally disgust. They should ban blue cheese from this country. Keep it in France, guy. That's where you <laughs> rot everything and you still eat it. I don't get people that do that. But back to the baseball. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at the standings right now, and I'm nervous, guy. Can you tell me a little bit about the AL, AL West? AL West, the season is still young, my friend. You know, it's still, you know, still a lot of ball left to play. When people talk about, like, oh, they, they, they lost this game. They lost these these three games already. Like, dude. 162 games they got to play. The only th- uh, only time these games will matter is if they're in the hunt come late in the season. We're talking August and September. If you know if they're in the playoff hunt, then this is when these games in you know March and April actually matter. I I think you know they got a long long way to go. They they definitely have to improve on their defense. They made a lot of errors the first couple of games. Easily easily played like uh, ground balls into the outfield. They just they booted them and it's. When the pitching staff is this young yeah. and this inexperienced, yeah. you, you, a pitcher's best friend is his defense. You want to be able to turn around and you want to be able to look at your out your your fielders and know like, okay, these guys got me. Yeah, you know, because right. the pitcher can only do so much. So right, it's a team sport. It's right? a team sport. This is why I say baseball is the ultimate team sport. Baseball, you cannot just plug guys in like in the NBA and expect to be a winner automatically. It's all about the chemistry. All about the chemistry. I love that. You got me fired up. I, I feel a little <laughs> chemistry in here. But you know what? I just wanted to update you. We got the A's playing the Los Angeles of Anaheim Angels. What's their new Los name? An- it's the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. When I grew up, they were the Ugh. California Angels, and then they went to the Anaheim Angels, and now they're the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Ugh. Pick a name already. Jeez. Stop it, guy. That's too much rebranding. Stick with one name or two, you know, or stick with a name every uh 50 years. How about that? You can change your name every 50 years. <laughs> you know, I, I might catch some heat from my friends that are actually Angels fans, but it's like, come on, dude, pick a name. You guys aren't even that close to L.A. Well, the good news is they're losing. It's 6-1 Oakland in the top of the fourth. Not bad, yeah, right? You see how this, uh, you know, the pitching staff holds up. I mean, the, the runs the runs are going to be there. You look at you look like guys are like Chapman, you got Matt Olson, you know, Chris Davis. In, uh, under the radar, people don't like see him a lot in this manner, but Marcus Simeon. You know, you got guys that can jack up at least yeah. 20 home runs. Those guys could oh. hit, you know, 20 home runs each. Oh, he's year. great. From Cal? From Cal. He's a, he's, <sighs> a, he's a local product, you know. And that's one thing that the A's do well is they draft. They draft very well in the area. They know how to spot the talent. So, I mean, what's the problem? Why don't they keep the players? Is it the money? Is this all it's, money? It's a common misconception with the A's that they're they're like, they're like a small market team. But I, I, I disagree. I really disagree because – the San Francisco Bay Area is the fourth largest market 
in the country behind New York, Chicago, and LA. It's the San Francisco Bay Area. The Giants are able to prosper. And the owner of the A's, John Fisher, he owns the Gap, I believe. He's one of the richest owners in baseball. They they get make their living off of uh, off of revenue sharing that the league gives back because you know they only make so much money. Now they're facing a lawsuit by the players union you know, on not spending any money. It's not that the money isn't there; it's that they're choosing not to spend it. Mm. That's 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 my gripe. You know, Oakland can be a Oakland is a great sports town. Yeah. It doesn't get enough credit. It gets spat on all the time because it's in San Francisco shadow. Right. Right. No. 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 I feel you. Um, yeah, I don't know. They're losing their teams too, and if they don't uh, think twice, they're gonna lose the A's too. I could totally see some big wig from San Jose come over and say, you know what, you don't want to stay in the Coliseum area, and Libby ain't listening to you. Come down here. The water's warm. Niners are down here. They're bringing in money, you know. And let's not get started on that. I see that <laughs> grin on your face. Yeah, that's that's a very, very, very sensitive subject for me. Like you know, I remember like I, I'm a, I'm an East Bay kid. Um, they not that long ago they wanted to move to Fremont and right away my, my face went red because like does that mean they're gonna change the name of the team to the Fremont A's? Ugh. I'm I'm a big history buff. Right. And and like for that to happen, I was like, that would not sit well with me. Devastated. It would it would devastate me. And I got a lot of heat for that. I got a lot of heat for that. But you know, and then the whole thing went down where it's like, okay, Fremont doesn't want it, so they looked at San Jose. I look at the Niners and what they did with with Levi's and Santa Clara. Yeah, they're playing in in t- like a two area codes down. Right, I think it's four one five six five. Yeah, four one five six five. This is you could just say it. You could just say it, Nick. It's disgusting that they moved down. I come f- and we weren't gonna get in the football, and we're not. <laughs> but one quick thing, my dad raised me a Niner fan, even though I live closer to Oakland. But where my real love came is when my dad said, you know what? I got a season tickets for the next 10 years. Let's go to the Niners candlestick. And all those memories of going there and hanging out with the annoying drunks and the blue collar workers. They still had shit on their hands because they're plumbers. It was great. It really felt like a community. You go to the Niners stadium now, and unless you speak Japanese and you're looking at a phone, no one fits in. I can't stand it. You know what I mean? It's, it's the, that's the you're pro- lucky you're a Raider fan. Oh. You really no. are. No, no, uh, no, no. We're uh, not no. gonna get into it. Let's stay with the A's, okay? Yeah. You guys, guys. The Niners. Like, I, I, I know. I'll tip. I'm gonna tip my cap to those people that you know, that spray, that brave the cold at Candlestick, man. Those. <sighs> I remember. Those were some cold games. I remember. I got tickets with, from my uncle as a kid, and I saw the Giants play the Dodgers there, and it's like, oh my Memories. God! I'm sitting there. We're in the first deck, and I'm just wrapped up in a blanket. I'm eight Ugh. years old, and I'm just like. Why? You're you're thinking it's going by even slower, man. Right, but all that suffering builds character. It does, and that's the thing I love about Bay Area sports is we're all characters out here, and I I absolutely love it. You know, New York's too much, L.A. They're too fake for me. There's not fans down there. You guys like the Lakers? At that's it. Don't talk about the Rams. Don't talk about. Definitely don't talk about the Chargers because they ain't staying for a while. I could totally see them leaving. Maybe going back to San Diego. But with the A's, um, I'm looking forward to seeing them do something. You know what I mean? But um, the Giants on the other side of the bay, they're looking pretty good. They got the hitters, right? Right, they do. They got the hitters. 
um, they just got to find their rhythm, you know. Uh, it's Bob, early, right? It's, it's early. It's, it's early in the season. You only get so much uh, team building during spring training. Uh, you know, it'll take some time. People are looking at Andrew McCutcheon's numbers right now. He's batting, right. he's batting below week, 100 right. right now. And people are like, what's his deal? Why is he hitting so low? It's like, this is a new ballpark, a new team, a new city. He, he's got to get acclimated to what it's like to play there. This He's only had a week of playing at AT&T Park. You know? Yeah. I mean, you're not going to find flow in the first week. I just read a book on flow, guy. It, it took some monk like 50 years to find it, okay? <laughs> Andrew's not going to find it in a week, okay? I'm sorry. Keep you, crying to your buddy at the bar. You, you, you just got to trust that Andrew McCutcheon is going to find his bat again. The dude is a multiple-time all-star. He's a former MVP. The guy will produce. Do not worry. The guy will produce. And this is coming from an Oakland fan. I, I will say Andrew McCutcheon will produce for you guys, and he'll, 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 he'll spark a, like a, a surge in your guys' team. Well, you know, I absolutely love that there's two people in the, in the Bay Area baseball teams from Pleasanton, where I grew up, where we're at right now. Yeah. Uh, you know, Biscotti, he's a little young. He's, he's, he's getting there. I didn't see him do that well on opening day, but... I know he's warming up just like Andrew, but uh, where do you see my boy Crawford doing this year? I mean, he's been with the Giants. It's kind of like uh, rain or shine now because, you know, that contract's coming up. He's been there for a little bit. He's been through a couple championships. Can we get a trade for him? How long is he going to stay there, guy? I'm going to tell you something right now about Brandon Crawford. Yeah. He's one of those guys on that team that is not, I repeat, not going anywhere. You're looking at Mad Bum. You're looking at Posey. You're looking at, okay, who else? Um, uh, damn, I'm drawing a blank right now. Oh. Okay, Mad Bum, okay, Mad Bum, Posey. Belt. And, and, oh, Belt's going to go. Belt's going to go. So right. Crawford. Right. If we talk to any Giants, I talked to tons of Giants fans about making potential trades and letting people go, and they said, these are the guys that you can't get, let go. Buster, Bum, and Crawford. So you would let go of Panic? Well, it depends on what you get in return from. That's, it's all about the return value. For me, you know, if you can get a good little return, you know, for a player that's as good yeah. as Panic, yeah, you you could get something. But no, he's still. Here's my thing: baseball is all about chemistry. You take one guy out of the equation, you got to bring another guy in, and you got to see how well he plays with the other other team. That's my gripe with the A's is that they don't let the kids play. You let right. the boys play together, and they're right. gonna produce. Like, look at the Astros last year. At Astros, you know, they had all these like top picks, all these top picks from years and years great. ago. There's a guy from Castro Valley on the yeah. team, Castro. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, he played played at Stanford, I think, was it? I yeah, I think that. so. They're they're the team that beat in the AL West, right? They are the team that beat in the AL West. Like you know, Sports Illustrated had this great great piece about how they were going to be like years ago, how they're going to be the 2017 World Series champs. And it's because they took all these kids and they just let them play. You give a, a ball team enough time mm-hmm. to go out there and play and not worry about being traded. Or being sent down, yeah. or you know, being benched, and they're gonna produce. They're gonna they're gonna get some real good chemistry going, and that's what I think the A's problem is. And that's how the Giants, how the Giants were able to, like, you know. To well, the Giants. Can I say it? The Giants kind of remind me, and it's one of those teams that fans love, and I get it. They're kind of like the Red Sox for a little bit, where they'll stay together, and at least they're kind of like you could see them forming a team. And A's fans, you gotta agree with me. Where's the direction? You don't see, I don't see anything forming. Who are you forming the team around? The, the A's are like a broken compass when you're trying to find north. That's what the <laughs> A's remind me of. 
Yeah, bro, and I don't feel like being uh, the call of the wild guy, whatever that guy's name with the hatchet. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's how yeah, I kind of feel, you know? Um, now, I don't know if you know off the top of your head, how long is Madison out, Bumgarner? Four to six weeks. I was looking at the num- uh, the stat line this morning. I spoke with a couple people, and, and I found out it's going to be four to six weeks. What do you think uh, about their pitching? The pitching has depth. The right. Giants pitching has depth, and that's that's the one thing. And um, that's the one thing I like about them. You know, a lot of people are raving about their bullpen. You know, Hunter Strickland has gotten into the bullpen after Melanson's injury mm-hmm. and has really stepped up really well. I just think he needs to develop another pitch because he all, all, here, here's, here's Hunter Strickland's uh, pitch repertoire. Fastball and fastball. Right. Okay. And this is why Bryce Harper owns him, and this is why he got into that big-ass fight with him because Bryce just is in his head. Um, that guy's a bully. I don't I like Bryce Harper. I love like Bryce him? Harper, dude. I, Why do you like plays, him? He's, he plays with such passion and such heart. He's got that intense. He wants to go out there, and he wants to rip your head off every time. Right, and you, you think know? that, I mean, should we have more guys like that? kind of reminds me of McGuire a little bit, It reminds right? me of the heyday in the, back in the yeah. 80s and early 90s where guys were just trying, just wanted to win, win, win no, at, at no cost. I'll be at the whole steroid era thing, but no, that's, that's another thing. But, I think um, you might turn me. I know we're not in San Francisco, but I think you might turn me into uh, – I I didn't really put that together. He is kind of that passion. I just look at the money. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, you know, the one thing that just really bothers me, and we can move on from the Giants because I know you guys have heard it enough. I'm cool with it. What's the deal with Hunter Pence? Oh, man. Is he, I mean, guy, it's like send him down and bring me someone up. That guy is worse than a cheerleader. He does nothing. The Giants' problem has always been trying to find stability in their outfield. Ever since Barry Bonds left, they're trying – they've always – struggle to find a, a solid outfield you know they they bounce so many guys in and out of you know center and left you know so they 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 wanted to they want to have stability there and right. that's what hunter pence brings he may not he might not be the most orthodox type player but he shows up every day right he shows up every day he's i think he's hurt right now i think he's like he's nursing like I mean, a, a wrist injury or something like that but he's there and when you you can have you can with the with the acquisition of McCutcheon to allow them to have two pieces locked down, right? Two pieces, so I can see that. So it, it provides some stability. I get it. I just it's one of those things you get, but you don't because it feels like a waste of space. But he's been loyal to the Giants, and maybe he'll help us a little bit in the summer. But we'll see. The thing I'm worried about mm-hmm. are these Diamondbacks. Woo, baby! They swept <laughs> the Dodgers. They're in first place with six wins, one loss. I know we're in the first week, but Nick, I'm getting a little scared. Here, here's here's what I tell people: the Giants have a very, very, very difficult task in front of them because not only do they have to battle do battle with the Dodgers, they have to yeah. worry about Colorado and, like you said, Arizona. Right. And those those teams aren't no joke. They're like the Diamondbacks, you know, I I, I pick them. I, I I go every year. I go look at the playoff picture and I pick who's going to win each each neck of the run of the way. Do we get to that now, or do we wait? Like, uh, who do you? I, I I usually don't get more developed okay. into that to like halfway okay. at the All Star break, where I'm just like, okay, I'm starting to see these teams. Come. When we're like at episode fifty, and we're <laughs> even more fired up because I think this is going great. I love this intro episode. I'm all we'll jacked up it. on Mountain Dew. Oh, I love Mountain Dew. Except, is it true it decreases the that's, little guys? I that's why I don't drink it. I don't I know. Just, I used to. I swear to God, I I had issues with my weight growing up. I used to chug uh, that. Stuff you mix with tequila, that really sugary drink my mom would have in the fridge. That's supposed to be bad for those guys down there. 
unfortunately, I had a kid pretty quickly. So, yeah, you're right. That's a hey, myth. You lucked out before any damage was done, my man. So, you know, more power to you. If I was a myth buster, I'd be by myself because I just discovered my own myth. I just, like, solved it. Just my <laughs> mind. I didn't even need you guys. Like, all right. Well, um, you know, the Giants, I, I, I think they, they're a little better off than the A's. And, mm-hmm. and I, I, I'm Agreed. digging, I'm digging baseball right now. I'm getting back into it. It's the best time of the year, my friend. As soon as this rain goes back from wherever it came from, hell, Athens, <laughs> Zeus, I don't know. God, get that rain out here. Bring me some sunshine because there's nothing like going to an A's game, having a couple beers, forgetting your worries, right? And just enjoying the game, having that natural flow you know what i mean you know alex you, you touched on something right there i, I gotta bring up man okay. you know, last bring year it. last year i got invited to a giants game mm-hmm. I, I i got invited and my friends like hey you know we have tickets and we don't want them to go to waste all you gotta do is just drive us out there i'm, I'm pretty familiar with driving in the city yeah so i drive them out there and they're like okay where are these seats and they're in the left field bleachers and i'm like okay sweet and any baseball fan knows when you sit in the bleachers you sprawl out so right. i'm laid right. out across three rows Right. Of of bleachers, and my buddy goes to me, dude. Where's where's your Giants hat? And I'm like, I look at him like, come on, dude. Are are you serious right now? I yeah. love baseball, but I will never, never wear a Giants hat. Oh, no, nothing against them. It's just like I I can't. My team is on the other side. You think about those like like with me, like you know, I kind of like both. I'm one of those a holes. But you ever think about like those family friends you had or those friends growing up that were Giants fans and just so rude and always put down the A's every day you wore your special A's jersey. I get your pain. I mean, do you think about those people? Because I know some of those people. Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jeremy, you're getting called out there, man. You better step your game. I better come talk to my boy over here, you know, straighten him out. You know, um, I never had a gripe with Giants fans. I, I, I don't. Like, I'm, I'm one of those guys who doesn't like to talk too much head just because I know where my teams are and I know where right. my teams have been. Right. You're now, educated. I'm, yeah. I, 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 <laughs> I feel like I am educated. I don't like want to be like one of those delusional fans who thinks, you know, who's, who's got blinders on to what's going on around him except for his team. But when I was sitting there at AT&T Park last year, dude, I'm mm-hmm. looking out and they're playing the Marlins and you got – you got Marcel Azuna, you got Christian Yelich, and you got Giancarlo Stanton in that outfield. And I'm just like, I'm watching this. And I'm looking in, and it's just like, this is beautiful. Right. Yeah. I'm looking at the stadiums like, I just, right away I thought, man, why can't my team get, get a ballpark like this? Why can't we get it together right. and have a park like this? Because I love the Coliseum, but it's... Anger, pain. I'm feeling I, I it feel from like you. I can see of, it in his face. I yeah, I feel like a <laughs> lot of negative vibes when it comes to looking at my costume. Like, don't don't get me wrong, I've had a lot of memories there. Yeah. It's just like it's time for a new home. I man. I, I kind of feel like it's one of those like uh it's like a dying memory. It's like when you're thinking about an ex girlfriend you shouldn't be thinking about. <laughs> you know what I mean? And oh, it's I've one of those it's one of those memories you need to forget. It's kinda like, yeah, I could think about and look at the Coliseum a little bit more, but Let's get something new. Like, let's start fresh. Let's maybe get rid of Billy Bean and then kind of follow other teams. I hate to say that. And then let's build a team so I can actually remember the players and be able to tell them to my kid. Because it's impossible every year. Daddy, who's on the A's? Uh, let me see. And I got to whip out a thesaurus and a Nat Geo magazine, you know? I always say, if you want to find your favorite A's player, look on every other roster except the A's. Yeah, right. Just, Zing. Just, yeah, like <laughs> I have a collection. I actually had a collection of old T-shirt jerseys mm-hmm. of all the old players. And here's it, the funny thing is you can go to the Coliseum, you can go to a game now, and you can see all these old T-shirt jerseys for like 
for Redick, you see oh, him for Cespedes, you see him for Houston Street, you see him for all these other players that are out in the league now doing big things, and it's just like, damn, bro. I mean, if we didn't let all these players go, we'd be we'd be murking cats right now. Uh, you know, I had a friend tell me at the opening day, he was like, this is the only stadium, A, that you could pay for food with the EBT card, and B, that you can buy a shirt with no player on it. Because every other stadium, you got the player, Crawford, and, you know, uh, uh, Stanton, and whoever, wherever you're going thinking about. But when you come to the A's, it's like, you got any players? Guy, they don't stick around. You just get the normal A's and then move on. You know, you can't get attached to these players. And that's the thing. Remember the early 2000 A's? And the girls in high school, just the girls, they would love the pitchers. Hudson, the oh, they're cute three, and everything. The big three, baby. Right, yeah. and it was like something that like it lasted a little bit. You don't have that anymore. I don't see any girls wearing any A's player or talking about any A's player. And I know those girls are hurting. I'm oh, sorry, man. gals. Oh, man, man. It's like, it's true what they say, man. It's true what they say. I'll tell you right now, girls, girls want a winner. Hey, girls, are gonna, girls are gonna chase the winners. I and I, I see my boy Paul here. He's agreeing with me right now that you know, yeah, he's you're absolutely right. That's why they go from the two thousand early two thousand A's where you're they're like they're just they're owning everyone. You got the big three, you know, division title after the division title, just money ball, and and then you you know they they fade off, and then the Giants come around, and they start winning. And it's like, oh, hello, what's your name? You're right. cute, right? Yeah. So that's what that is. Speaking of, you got you touched on Crawford earlier. I'm like, yeah. I'm a big fan of his. Right. I'm a big component of defense, and that dude is so silky smooth with his defense. I'm like, man, if I ever grew up to be a ball player, I'd want to be like Brandon Crawford. Yeah, do you think it's possible to become a baseball player at 40? <laughs> How cool would that be to be the first person? Now with technology and HGH, I mean, how cool would it be to be like, Fuck you guys. I'm dedicating my life to working out. I want to make the A's. They don't. They have a young team. I think they need someone wiser. Well, you know I, what I, mean? I think Billy Bean posted a, a like a video on LinkedIn saying that they are holding trials for the more pitching staff in the parking lot to call him. So, you know, you might have a shot, man. Are you serious? I know. You know Mom, can I sign up? <laughs> that's, that's the thing, man. It's like, there, there are like so many videos and so many jokes about you know, the A's, you know, right. players, you know, that they'll pull anyone off the street nowadays is... I know, it's like a Disney movie. It's like that, uh, can we, you know what the A's need? That kid. Remember that kid that he broke his arm and then he could throw the they ball really a, fast? They need, they need a Henry Rowan Gardner. That's one of the, and, you know, as, as a matter of fact, get me Henry Rowan Gardner and get me Benny the Jet Rodriguez. That'll solve oh. our leadoff problems right there. You put that kid at the top of the order. Bam, we're winning some ball games. And then you op- and then you open up the national anthem with Benny and the Jets Elton out there with the wig. Oh my god. I love it. But let's just uh, change pace. Oh, I know I this is like a revolving door, and you're like <laughs> But we're here, we're there, we're everywhere. Nick and Alex, this is episode one. And we're switching from baseball to the other ball, the bigger ball. Basketball. Alright, I think uh, I think we're getting the sign here for a quick little break, so I uh, we're going to tackle that, uh, say, what is it, football or basketball? Basketball. Basketball. We're going to talk about basketball right after this, guys. Just give us one, one quick moment. Hello, 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 and hello, 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 and welcome, welcome to the non-player character, non-player character, non-player character podcast, a video game podcast with character. I have with me the normal guy, Katie, the girl, I have Noah, the kid, and Dan, who is named Dan. 
This week on the episode, well, we talk about, well, video games. It's censorship that we're going to be talking about. That's the main topic. MMOs. Massive multiplayer online games. We talk about addiction. Something, uh, I guess some of us may be accustomed to, but I'm certainly not. Maybe it'll let you choose which games to get and which games to pass up. And we have a brand new episode every other Friday. We hope you join us here and anywhere else you can get your podcasts only on the Silver Tongue Network. Until next game. I know we were going from baseball. Uh, we're back from a break. No, I don't want to sound goofy like that. But we were talking about baseball and we took this break and I was. it came to me. My favorite game growing up, especially playing it with people, you had to play this with at least one other person. You probably played it with a relative. Ken Griffey Jr. on the N64. Are you kidding me with that circle you lined up on the ball with the Padres where you can steal bases? It was like one of the first like legit baseball games I remember. And it's nowhere to be found. Man, you you hit home right there, man, because they do not they do not make baseball games like they used to anymore. Like I remember when EA Sports used to make this game called MVP Baseball. I could sit there oh. all summer and play that game. I would my one of my favorite things to do about a baseball game was creating my own players. So I would create this version of myself, this stud looking dude who who could just jack homers and and just and steal all these bases and just could just do it all on the field. It made me feel like, man, this is the closest thing I'm ever going to get to being a major league player. Quick question. Yes. Would you do loose pants, tight pants, or show the socks when you created your player? Oh, I'm always rocking. Like, when I when I grew up, I always rocked the knee highs, man. I always oh. had my, my, my knee highs. Nice. You know, that was part of my look. I had my, my sunglasses. I had some eye black on. Now, mind you, I wasn't the greatest player growing up, but I, I, I played the game with a lot, a lot of heart, so... Fired up. Fired so up, fired man. up. But we got to switch the fire to another fire that's bur- we gotta, burning. We, yeah, we gotta go, are we going, we're going from the fire to the splash? Oh, the well f- done, sir. We're going from well the fire done. to the water. We're talking about three-point splashes. We're talking about the dubs now. We're talking about our, our defending world champion Golden State Warriors. So let's uh, let's get this thing going here, Alex. Like, What's on your mind right now, man? Spit I'm loving me. this. Uh, I know... People have been talking about it, but this cook guy. I'm blown away by um, uh, the the GM of the Warriors and everyone uh, there that puts this team together and scouts players because I, it's a magical thing. All these bench players that you get, people don't realize that's how you win championships. You need a bench. I agree. And this guy is such a key. If anyone gets hurt since uh, Curry's been out, he's been a, a what double digits in eight games, straight games? Mm-hmm. Uh, cool, yeah, cool thing about Quinn Cook, dude, he's he went through – this is his third team this season. I think he played for the Pelicans. And I think he played for someone else. I can't remember who. He got dropped from Atlanta at the beginning of That's the season. That's who it was. That's who it was. And the funny th- and the crazy thing about this is, like, you know who helped recruit him? You know who helped bring him to the Warriors? Kevin Durant. Oh. Kevin Durant. He grew up with Kevin Durant. Oh, he did? Yeah, they're buddies. Hmm. They're best friends. They actually, after their game against the – on Sunday, I forget who they played, but you know they talked about how growing up together, they you know it's so nice to be able to play with each other because we feed off that energy. It's just like we were kids again. Yeah. You know he 
He didn't get drafted out of high school, but I mean, drafted out of college. He went four years at Duke. I never even heard of him. Like Duke is a great program. I didn't know he, he didn't have that much like publicity at Duke, but he really has been this past year, right? In the yeah, D league. Right? Yeah. No, I, I, I trust Steve Kerr and Bob Myers when it comes to like player development and finding the right guys to fit the mold. Because, you know, they not many guys can come into a situation like this where you have four all-stars, like you have Steph, you have Clay, you got Draymond, and you got KD. Not many guys are going to want to come in here and be like, well, why would I want to go in here if I'm not going to get any playing time? That's what makes it so cool about this bench is that they know what their roles are. Well, and the only thing, too, I was nervous about is Livingston. Uh, you know, he's kind of been with the team a little bit, and I don't think he's quite the same player. He's definitely helpful, but it's nice to see like a, a new face and someone that if Livingston can't um, be that guy, this guy can definitely be this guy. I can see this guy play with the Splash Brothers, maybe move Clay to like forward, put this guy at a point guard or shooting guard with uh, Curry. Well, I, I think you're you're definitely onto something there. If you wanted to go with a small ball lineup, you can move KD to the to the center you got this big talented seven footer over there you got you draymond draymond can play anywhere so you can you can move him up there clay clay could you know with the with the way like you see a lot of the small fours nowadays clay can defend anyone i think he can be a tough matchup for any any guy out there well clay's got the defense that's what what i'm saying great d he's got he's a great defender his defense is severely underrated so yeah you know what i could see him moving in with this bunch but that's uh, only if they the Warriors and Steve Kerr want to like change the pace and want to go with that small ball lineup and really just provide play like bad matchups for the other team. Well, that's the thing. I'm like, you know, I've been a little nervous with Kerr because I feel like he's been taking on too much. You're taking on politics. You're taking on this team. Did you hear what he said? Like losing the Pacers last night. I mean, come on, guy. Like. They lost to the Pacers a couple weeks ago. We've been winning. This is a you know this is a loss. What we uh, we we beat uh, we beat who did we beat last? We year? beat uh, Jazz. No no no. I'm going way back. No no. Okay, so we lost to the Pacers. We beat Thunder. Okay, we beat see, the yeah. Suns. We beat the Kings. We beat the Bucks. We lost to the Pacers. So you guys, what I'm saying is Pacers are a hard team from us. Okay, they're in the East. I don't know where their playoff pitcher is, but Kerr, calm down. I mean, he's freaking out. Don't freak out so much. Maybe turn off the TV. I, I, I gotta, you know, I gotta disagree with you there. You know, the the spur, the the Pacers were playing for their playoff lives. The the Pacers are playing for positioning in the East. They're they're very well in the hunt. So you know, I can see why Steve Kerr is getting pissed off because, you know. You want these players to start playing together. You're going to be without your arguably your best player for the first round. Mm-hmm. So it's not going to be a, in a cakewalk through the first round, no matter who you're playing, whether that's going to be OKC or Utah. You want these guys to start gelling. And, you know, Steph's been out a while. Yeah. You know, how much longer until we got to wait until we see these guys like just bring it together and just make it where, okay, you know, we still can't, you know, screw around with the Warriors. Can I say something? And I, I might get crucified out here in the parking lot, but Curry, his legs, these injuries, I know it's a long season, but when it comes down to it, we're not going to be able to keep everyone in the future. Who do you get rid of for Leonard in San Antonio? You get rid of KD or do you get rid of Curry? Are you, are you suggesting that we bring in Kawhi Leonard? I, I think so because I feel like as time goes and people start rebuilding teams to beat the Warriors, you're going to need more defense. You're going to need more both-way players. That's the thing about the NBA. It changes every year. 
And you got to adapt, baby. <laughs> I, you're right. Adaptation is key. But you know what? I, I This goes back to what I, I, I said about putting together a winner in a new stadium. Joe Lakeup is not going to let anything happen to this team. He is going to make sure all these players are intact. He's going to want to make sure when they open that fancy schmancy, like the gazillion dollar arena down in the mission, Mission Bay, I think it's where it's yeah, at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, they're not going to go in with some bums. They're, you know, they're going to, they're, they want to roll out the A team. They're right. not going to have, you know, Clay, they're not going to have Steph and, uh, and three other guys that aren't Clay D, KD, Clay, and Dre. He's gonna, they're going to bring out the whole squad. So maybe maybe the, they get rid of Draymond then. Uh, they're not. They're going to keep Draymond. Draymond. Draymond makes this team go. Draymond provides the fire. He's, yeah, he's the yeah, spark definitely. plug. No, no, definitely. I could see that, especially now we need him for the playoffs coming up. I mean, what do you think? I know we're, we were talking about the future, uh -huh. but, I mean, what do you think about these upcoming games? I mean, should they be playing them hard, or, or should they kind of play them easy, kind of wait for, like, the, the, the playoffs? You know what I mean? Playoffs are right around the corner, and they need to start playing with that do-or-die mentality now because they could be doing die. They could, it could be do or die in a matter of two weeks if they don't get their act together. All right, so let me get your predictions. I'm going to give you the last three games of the season. We got the Warriors play the Pelicans tomorrow. Who do you got? I'll take the Warriors right now. I will take them because, you know, the, the Pelicans, they don't. They only have is Anthony Davis, you know. Rajon Rondo provides a, a defensive matchup at point guard, but other than that, that whole team goes through AD. He goes through the brow, so they can somehow shut down Anthony Davis. It's going to be either it's going to have to be Draymond, it's got to be Javale, someone that could stand up to you know uh, Anthony Davis's athleticism to shut him down. But I think you shut down Anthony Davis, they they win the game tomorrow night. I, uh, you know. I agree, um, although I'm a little nervous that the coach and the players aren't on uh, the same um, the same realm. I don't think they're they're on the same page. I, I actually uh, could possibly see the Warriors lose the Pelicans. I mean, do you see possibly them taking a little bit longer to get warmed up, or do you really do you really see them going hard against? I mean, come on, they got the Pelicans, Suns, and Jazz. Now the Jazz. I'm a little scared of. I am too. And I think we got the Blazers. Actually, the Blazers are the last game, and that's kind of a do or die for Portland. So that game scares me too. Well, right, as of right now, we got the number two seed locked up. There, there's, we're not going any lower than the two seed. What you need to worry about right now is winning these other games because, you know, if by some miracle, you know, I say that like it's a bad, like a bad thing, but, you know, it's not a given that we're gonna, we're gonna meet Houston. But if we get to Houston and we beat them, we got to worry about Toronto. Or I know because they're most likely. It's looking like they're going to take the number one seat, number oh, one seat in the East. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. clinched today. I yeah, believe. I'm looking at it. Yeah, they clinched, and Celtics it's, are in trouble. So right, so right there, you got to worry about when uh, your your you know home court advantage because whoever has a better record is going to get home court advantage. You still need the better record than Toronto to get that home court advantage. Right, I saw something like that. If they don't, then Toronto's going to have that home thing. Yeah, but you know what. I don't think Toronto can get past the Cavs. As much as I would love to see something different, the Cavs, even though they lost to the 76ers, it was a close game. And come on, LeBron James, I hate to say it, guys, and just plug your ears right now. He's one of the best players I've ever seen in my life and probably one of the top, almost maybe, hate to say it, better than Jordan. Ah, uh, that's, a, that's a discussion for another <laughs> time there, my friend. Yeah. I have very strong opinions about LeBron. 
but uh, I digress. Uh, when it, you know, I, 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 I think Toronto is going to be the team that comes out of the East, you know, with what Cleveland like did or is doing right now. They, Ben Simmons just made him look like a joke today. I was watching that game earlier. Yeah, he was going off. He was going off. He was doing things with The Rock, and they, it, was, it was a close game. But at halftime, at halftime, Philly was up on him by, I think, at least 20. It's just like yeah. the, you don't you know if you're you're if you're a LeBron James led team you do not fall down by twenty at the half simple as that and you <laughs> yeah, know I don't yeah. see I I don't see Cleveland getting past you know the conference finals I see them getting to the conference finals you know because you know they got the you know LeBron Tyron Lue they got the experience there but you know the other guys that they surround LeBron with they 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 don't have it they don't have the they don't have the juice to, that push to help get past. The Eastern Conference, in my opinion. Yeah, no, 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 no. I like the Raptors. I, I just uh, <laughs> have seen them fall a little bit at times. Um, but, yeah, they got the passion. So I'm with you on that one, actually. Mm-hmm. I'll agree with you. <laughs> so this is, the, like I said, you know, these last three games, the Warriors are absolutely crucial because if we went out, we could still, I don't know, I don't have the exact numbers in front of me, but we could right. still possibly get that, home court advantage if we like I said if we get past Houston and then we you know meet Toronto because I don't think anyone else then out of the east is going to really prove much of a challenge well okay let's kind of wrap it here on this all right let's hear it let's not be too cocky Nick I think we're jumping ahead of ourselves and I think a lot of warrior fans do this and this might be the weed talking or might just being a dad and being paranoid all the time (laughs) but (laughs) I'm telling you the warriors they need to shape up and if they can't get on the same page with the coach, trust me, I've had an asshole for a coach. And if you can't line up with him, you guys are done. Remember, every everyone has to come together, right? I, I agree, and I think it's just a temporary thing. They, they're just—it's everyone's heated right now. The playoffs—they—they they shouldn't have lost that game against Indiana. Simple as that. And Steve Kerr is just frustrated because he wants—you know—he needs—they need things clicking before next week. The playoffs start next week, so. Everything will come together. I, I guarantee it. Steve Kerr is the ultimate players coach. He, he he knows how to get the most out of his players, and this is just him trying to get get him get his players to get light their butts on fire. He's you know got to. He's, he's he's trying to try. He's got to try to find a way to motivate these guys. Like that one game where against Phoenix, where he he handed the players the clipboard and let them call the plays. That you know he, he's gonna yeah that was a fun game. Yeah. He, he's just trying to find ways to get them involved and trying to get them motivated again because they a lot of them like uh, you can feel the wind fall out of their sails when Steph went down with that knee oh, injury. I remember watching I was that game. Scared. I was nervous. I almost choked on a pretzel like Bush. I was just oh. <laughs> you know like Curry is like the 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 uh, the pinnacle of the team. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And when he's out, even though we got KD, I'm telling you guys, I get nervous. Because ah, Clay's, <laughs> I mean, because Curry's not back yet. He's still kind of hurt. Mm-hmm. Oh, I feel like we're going in circles here. So, do we get to the to uh, your final prediction now for the finals, or do we do we save that? Let's. I don't want to be a homer and say that I know the Warriors are going to be back in the finals because this is like. You know the one year where I think this it, it could end, but yeah. if they win it all, this is going to be the team. This is going to be the championship run that defines the dynasty. That really defines because look at overall, look at all the hurdles they've had to overcome. Right. So it's it's a fit right now. The Warriors season is a 50-50 ball. You don't know whether it's gonna you get you get that good tip in or it's gonna rim out. Right. So it's 
it's you know it's a very very pins and needles type of moment for the Raiders. Basically, for the we don't know. Right? We will not know until we get you know until the ball tips uh, until the ball gets thrown up in there and they say play ball. Right, I love that play ball. Just and you know what. I think we played pretty good ball today, Nick. I agree, dude. It was a really fun time coming out here and just chopping up shop with you guys. I'm, I'm, I'm really, I really enjoyed my time here today, man. I'm looking forward to doing this way, way, way more often. I'm telling you. I can't wait till we uh, get to football next week, and then we got the draft coming up. We got, we got so much sports going on. We're just, we're just lucky, dude, that we live in such a sports, you know, heavy market like i said the bay area we're lucky to have a couple of different baseball teams football teams we have a great basketball team and let's not forget the boys down in san jose you know the sharks they always oh. are always in the playoff hey, lane, wait, so. wait, wait, wait. don't forget my other boys in san jose the earthquakes. the earthquakes i'm still trying to get that soccer stadium i love that uh that soccer stadium it's so european and cool looking i love it Soccer is something we're gonna have to touch on at a different time. You know, you and I differ on that uh, on that soccer thing. You know, it's still not adapted into the U.S. and I don't know if it ever will be. And so we'll, we'll we'll touch on that another time. But yeah, we'll have that. We'll have to do it. With that, I think we're out. I want to uh, thank uh, Paul, our producer, for today's episode. I want to thank uh, Silver Audio. <laughs> been a long week guys silvertongueaudio.org go there you'll find my podcast minute in the bay you'll find one of the best video game podcasts nbc podcast and you're gonna be finding our podcast on there okay guys thank you this has been hella sports with uh, nick and alex uh, appreciate you guys listening uh, stay tuned for more okay Ooh, tell me when the cow hey, tell me when the cow tell me when the cow tell me when the cow